TJ Weber, Nick Yale, and producer Nick Tolly. Bruise on the balcony. What's up, guys? Welcome into this edition of Bruise on the Balcony. And Nick's not here. <laughs> Nowhere to be found. Tolly, what's up, man? What's going on, TJ? Oh, not much. Not much. This is weird. I, I can't remember the last time we hosted. I can't remember the last time I've hosted with somebody that wasn't Nick or usually I just go solo. So this is uh, this is new, but it's good to have you, man. It, this is why it's good to have you on board. You know, it's like you're, you're a good producer. You help us out. You jump into the conversations. But sometimes, like, you know, we get busy, but the show doesn't stop. So I appreciate you joining us here. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't think Nick is really that busy. He's just, you know, normal stuff, just not dedicated to the program, apparently. Well, it's nothing new. That's Nick for you. You know, he always yeah. finds a reason to to not give content. I mean, there's a reason why I'm number one on the show. We've talked about <laughs> this for how many years. And, you know, he's in Vegas and living the life. And, oh, we got stuff to do with the sports book, but he can't <laughs> pop on for 15 minutes, do a little call, whatever, you know priorities i guess yeah we go hey nick we want to do two shows a week from now on and then he just goes nope not showing up this week to the first show yeah yeah he says fuck you guys after the audience does the work and they say yeah that the first thing i want is two shows a week i want to get two shows a week that's all i want from you guys and uh sure enough old nick can't deliver so that's fine that's fine you know not holding any grudges at all nick's an asshole it's fine no big deal but uh, but we keep we keep going through here on Brews on the Balcony. That's what we do. So you're welcome to get involved at any point in time. 314-877-8597. We are now on two days a week, officially. Two days a week, Tolly. And I'm actually going to try my new drop board here. See? There you go. A little applause. I got, I got everything set up now once again. I've changed everything in the studio probably 50 times, and I did it once again with the drop board. I put it all in one system so we can search it. So you might see some and then hear some crazy drops that we haven't heard from since, like, April of 2018. Yeah, so, you said we have over 400 now, right? Yeah, yeah, it's 400. It's it's around there. It's, it's insane. So I went through some of these and, like, things I haven't seen in two-plus years. So we'll see. I'm still getting used to it. Again... This is like something that's kind of inside baseball. I don't know if the audience fucking cares, but usually I can do more drops. When Nick's here, he's you know carrying a conversation. When it's just two of us, I can't really search, do all this. I'm switching the cameras. So bear with us. Not a lot of drops going on today, but we're going to have plenty of content for you guys. Plenty of stuff going on. So, so yeah, 314-877-8597. We did officially decide, as we mentioned, to go to two days a week. The, uh, the audience spoke... We were deciding to to do it. We kind of wanted to to bring back what we used to have. We used to do this two days a week, Monday and Friday. We're going to continue to do Tuesday, and the plan is to also do Fridays. So we're not sure which days are going to you know consist of what. Usually we have a lot of random banter that's not going to stop, but maybe we have a game on one day. Maybe we have a game on both days some weeks. We're going to decide what to do with that. But I think the main thing is that, especially me, I miss doing it two times a week. You know, I've sat there struggling with what I think we should do with the podcast. You know, if we should do more, if we should do less. Um, with trying to grow from the 50, with trying to decide what the right move is. You know, I sit there and and kind of go back and forth on what's the right move. Well, to me, Bruce on the Balcony's been there 
in we're about to hit our third anniversary for three years. We've had consistent audience. Uh, we've had our fans that have consistently listened and gotten involved and um, can't thank them enough. And, and it's one of the best times of the week, I'll say. You know, we, yep. we started this thing, and Tali, you're new to the gang, but you've been here for over six months. Um, and you kind of know how it worked. You were a listener before this happened, too. But uh, but I just sat there, and, and with Nick going to Reno, you know, I know I've mentioned this before, so I might be repeating myself. But when Nick went to Reno, we were deciding what was going to be best for the show. We didn't want to stop it. But I told Nick, I said, if it becomes too much of a hassle, you know, we have to figure something out, whether you take a break, whether you have a lesser role, whatever you want to do, get a third co-host. So when you can't do it, fill in. And I'm pleasantly surprised that he's been able to, like, really fill in. Like, he's been fine. It's, it's yeah. honestly like he's been here the whole time. Um, so we've been lucky with that. We've been super lucky. And I've wanted to up it and, and do more because um, we, we hit a snag – I guess, you know, back in October or something, we, we were just not sure. We were trying to find time to do the show, and we were doing it. We've been consistent, but we just – some shows were like, eh, some were good. And then we hit, like, 2021, and I think they've been some of the best shows we've ever had. We're clicking on all cylinders, having a good time, bouncing off each other. So I just kind of decided, like, I don't want to push Bruce to the side and just think it's like a once-a-week thing. It's not going to grow. It'll just kind of go and, and live its life, whatever. But – I think if we put some time into it, along with From the 50, you know, it's going to be a lot of work. Um, but I think, I truly think there's a future for this thing. You know, I think there's an audience for it. Obviously, we know there's an audience for it. Um, and, and it's just about what what is best for us moving forward. So with that being said, two days a week, we'll start it this week. Hopefully, Nick can pop on the second show. We'll see. If not, we'll talk more shit on him. It's the way it works. It's the way the game is. Um, but we can. we definitely need more audience involvement. You know, if we want to do two shows a week, we can bullshit for hours. We don't care. We can do all that. But we like to get involved with the audience. It'll especially make the show way more fun. That's what we want to do. So, again, call us, text us, DM us, whatever you want to do. The number 314-877-8597. Bruise, B-O-T-B, on social media, at Bruise on the Balcony on Instagram. Tally, with you being, I think it's about six months in, you know, what is your overall... I guess reaction to to how it's been, you know, to to be involved with Bruce, to be the producer, and and to deal with me, who changes his mind <laughs> on things every two seconds. How's it How's it been on your side? It's been a lot of fun. I honestly didn't even realize it had been six months until you just said that, or Is it about right? six. I think months. it's about six, right? I, uh, I guess October. Uh, it was September. It was right around Labor Day, I think, that I started. Yeah, that's so six seven months, but that time has flown by. It has. It's it's flown by because you started like four weeks into the football season. Right. I remember that because we had talked originally about you doing football stuff. Yeah. And then you had mentioned you like bruise a lot. I'm like, well, shit, just come on in and, and hang out with that. And you're all in on that, too. Um, and it's just been good. You've been a great fit. I mean, it's it's been awesome because we needed someone else to kind of help run things. And mm -hmm. I think as far as the football show, all that goes into the live stuff, but also for brews, you know, bringing in topics, bringing in games, bringing in segment ideas, all kinds of shit. I think it's been great. So you've been a great addition, man. I just want to make sure you're enjoying it. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh. Like that's, that's the number one thing. So it's one of the highlights of my week. Yeah. What's your favorite part? Let's say that's what's your favorite part in like the one part you're like, all right, we got it. We got to get better at that. Is it the show prep? Cause we don't do show prep as you can tell. I mean, show prep is probably the one area that we need to get better in, which 
I mean, I know how hard it is. Like, we've seen each other at work because normally during the day is the best time to try to do show prep. And like today, I wasn't even in the office after lunch. I was running around everywhere, so it makes it a little difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my favorite part is probably just, I mean, we essentially are just hanging out, even though it's virtual for the most part right now. We just hang out with each other for an hour every week and just bullshit about whatever. It's so much fun. Yeah, man. No, it's 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 awesome. It's the like, whole show sucks ass. Well, not always, <laughs> but yes. I mean that that is part of the thing. Is is it's a lot of randomness, but I feel like that's that makes us who we are. But there, you know, I was listening to something today about growing your podcast and and how you gain more listeners because I said we kind of hit that level. We're three years in almost, and we have the friends and family aspect to it, and we're everybody that I see that I've known in my life from my hometown and from St. Louis mostly know that I do a podcast, at least know about it. Whether they listen or not is different, but they know about it, which is great. That means we've done a good job of promoting it here. My thing is, number one, you know, what can we do to get better to to grow outside of not just not just St. Louis, you know what I mean? We, we want to stay within the city, but like grow past our friends and friends of friends and family and all that stuff. Um, and we've dipped a little bit away from it, for sure. We, we've definitely yeah. uh, spread our wings a bit. But as far as growing more, you know, it's about getting that niche audience. So, you know, we're brews on the balcony. And I think we have to do more with beer, you know. I mean, me and Nick love beer. Tyler likes beer. There's mm-hmm. something there. We just don't know exactly what to do. Like, we're not beer experts. Like, we're not going to go out there and just fucking, you know, taste a beer and be like, oh, I like the hops and it's got a little citrus flavor to it. I'm just going to be like, it's a, good, it's a good beer. I don't know. What do you want from me? It's a good beer. But I think there's some collab. There's so many good beer, you know, there's so many good, so much good beer in St. Louis that I feel like we could have some type of collab with somebody. So we're going to do more beer something, something that's fun with that because our name's Brews on the Balcony. I know people listen that don't know us, and they're like, what the fuck is this show? Like, it's called Brews on the Balcony. I'm expecting beer talk. I'm expecting, like, all this stuff about beer, and, and they're talking about, you know, uh, I don't know, Nick's talking about blowjob shots and, <laughs> and all kinds of shit. I mean, that's that's Let's what, get around to blowjob shots. Exactly. So, you know, you have just a whole smorgasbord of topics that just get thrown against a wall and sometimes we do show prep and it can completely go the other way you know and that's what i love about it but at the same time do we need a a little bit of structure for that new (laughs) listener to to understand who we are our structure is that it's just the stuff you would talk about while sitting on the balcony with your friends drinking a brew right and i think that's that's the basis of it you know but do people understand that or is it kind of like Oh, this is a beer podcast. You know, I'm all into the beer podcast. And then they listen to the show and they're like, what the fuck did I just tune into? <laughs> like, what is this? Like, I think we need to find, because I think we're like a morning show. Like, that's yeah. that's the original thing is with a lot less show prep. I feel like we're a morning radio show with like, I don't know, a little bit of ADD, uh, a small percentage of beer talk and, and drops. Like, that. that's what we are. But it works. I mean, I know people like it. It's just, you know, what is our next step? So I'm not going to call you an outsider because you're now in the family, but as in like a former outside perspective, what was your perspective before you joined the show of like what you would like to hear? Was there certain things you're like, we got to change this completely? Or you just kind of like, eh, we'll see where it goes. It was all about, let's just see where this goes. Cause you never knew where it was going to go. So that was sometimes the best part of like, where are they going to take this? Yeah. 
and that's usually where it goes. It, it's it's how do we take this topic and turn it into something, a complete 180, and not sure where the fuck we're going to end up. That's what makes this great or terrible. Either way, I don't know how you people look at it, but uh, it seems to be working here and there. But it's, Or we, we start going one direction, and then you, know, you kind of veer off, and you might circle back. You might not circle back to where you were going originally. Yeah, it's all part of the fun. It's all part of the experience, <laughs> you know? So... Anyway, I'm curious. I'm I'm curious to see what you thought about that because yeah. now you've kind of you've got a, a role now that is, you know, like full-time full-time producer <laughs> that that is is one of the main cogs of the machine. So, you know, you have a lot to say with this too. So, it's it's intriguing, you know. I'm always curious to see where your thoughts are at and and where everything else goes. So, which I will say, we're at 494 likes on Facebook and our th- three-year anniversary is coming up this weekend yeah so i think everyone needs to go invite all their friends who haven't liked the page to like it and get us over 500 wow 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 there you go audience there's a little little challenge for you go invite one friend and go get us over 500 likes we only need six more that's it we only need 25 more five stars we've only got one in the last year but we have (laughs) 75 five stars we need 25 more to get up to that number 100 so hey just keep it going just just Find a way to get us over the top, and and we'll keep bringing you this this great quality content as we always do. So, but anyway, we love we love it. We're going two days a week again. We're excited about where it's going. Um, hopefully, you know, we'll have Nick back normally, and I'm sure he will be back. He's in Vegas yeah. having a good time. I'm just giving him shit. Uh, hopefully, they're hitting. Hopefully, they're hitting. They hit pretty big on Sunday. I know. Yeah. Did well with baseball and book. It's making some money. They're getting some good content out there at Superbook. So good for them. So absolutely. Uh, Gotta, just got to give him shit. I mean, Nick missed in a show where he's never going to live it down with me. It's just the way it is. So there you go. All right, Tali. So we do have a listener question. We will get to that. I said we're going to wait for Nick. Fuck him. He missed the show. <laughs> we're going to get to the listener question later on. Um, so I went to Indianapolis this past weekend. I actually got a chance to cover a slam dunk contest. One of the guys from Lindenwood that I cover for my full-time job got a chance to compete on ESPN. It's pretty cool. Uh, you know, it's, I hate and love traveling sometimes, especially it's, I love it when you get to go cover an event like that. Cause it's something completely different. Something I've never done. Got to go to Hinkle Fieldhouse, which is the home of the Butler Bulldogs. Kendall, by the way, lives right across the street or lived <laughs> right across the street, which is pretty crazy. Um, but it's, it's a beautiful campus. It's a really, really cool venue at, at Hinkle. And, uh, I got a chance to go in there. It was a really a good time. But you get the downsides of of traveling sometimes. You know, it's a four-hour drive, four-and-a-half-hour drive, whatever it is, for depending on where you live in the St. Louis area. And, you know, I tell you, it never gets easier going to Indianapolis because once you get halfway there, it seems like it never ends. Like, it just keeps going. I don't know try, why that is. But, try having to go eight hours past Indianapolis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine. It's... It's so brutal because there's so much road construction. I mean, like, how oh, yeah. how much road construction can you really have? Like, when are we ever going to get these fucking highways fixed? It's that construction's every time. been going on since 2013. I, there's I, sections yeah. that every time that I drive through there is under construction. So I understand improving it, but like, if you're doing it every <laughs> single year of your life, what the fuck's the point? Like, okay, a couple potholes here and there, I'll, I'll live. It'll be fine. It's not going to ruin my car. I, I mean, they put this shit down to 35 miles an hour. Uh-huh. There's not one person out there working, and we're sitting there just putt-putting around. And, of course, there's five semis in front of me. Tali, oh, no. I'm a semi-magnet. <laughs> I cannot stand semi-trucks. I don't know what it is. 
usually, I mean, I sometimes I have a, I have a quick trigger. Like I'm very, I get very mad, very on the road. I'm very road rage guy. <laughs> But usually not at other people. It's usually just at semis. Like, I see a semi, and I'm automatically in a bad mood. Because these motherfuckers, first of all, run you off the road. They have oh, yeah. no idea where their truck is compared to where the middle line is. So I'm trying to pass them on my left like a normal person. And every single time, I don't know if they're fucking with me or if it's my <laughs> mind or what, but they always seem to come closer to me over It's the your line. car. Is that what it is? So when I had my Chevy Cobalt, every single time I drove it, it seemed like somebody was, whether it was a semi or a lot of times even other cars, they're cutting me off. They're about running into the side of me. And I think it's just the car is just small enough that they don't see it and they don't care. They're like, oh, it's fine. I'm bigger than you. Or we're the same size. And they just go. Because we have to get out of the way. Since I got my pickup truck, never happens anymore. They, they just they think they own the road, and I guess they yeah. do because they would crush my car. But it's like they're just such assholes. The biggest thing that pisses me off is when the, so they run in like it's like they're running packs, like they're fucking buffalo yeah. or something. They there's always there's never one. There's always three or four in like a, a half mile radius. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And the thing is, like, know your role, dude. You guys stay in the right lane. Semi stay in the right lane. Please just stay to your right. Every fucking time. That I want to pass them, they love to get over, in the and they're now parallel on the right and left lane, and they sit there and they go the same fucking speed for five miles. Okay, and there's no car behind you. They could have waited for you to go and then no, gotten over. No, <laughs> nope. nobody. There's nobody, and there's plenty of room to get up and get the fuck over if you want to get over. But they sit there and piss me off, and they go 65 miles an hour when I want to go 80 or 75 or whatever the fuck it is, and they just they just they fucking pace. They just pace right there for five miles. I'm sitting there going, "What? You can't do that! Like, get the fuck over!" And what it's hilarious to me is semis when they do pass. They get in front of me and they pass the other semi. You move up like not even a quarter mile. Like, where yeah. are you going to go? You are that impatient where you have to get in front of the other semi to move up just a little bit more. You're not going to go any faster. It's the same thing. Like, I, just sit back, relax, drive your fucking truck, go to work, passing this semi and getting in front of him by, by less than a half mi- or a quarter mile is not going to make you get there faster. You might get there a minute faster. whoop do fucking do But now you ruined my day. You ruined the guy behind me who's riding my ass in the SUV. He ruined his day. And you're going, when you pass somebody, fucking pass them and get over. I never understand whether it's a car, but mainly the semis that get over and just pace. Why? <laughs> Would you pace in the fast lane? It is the most aggravating thing I think I've ever witnessed on the road. You know what else is up there? What? I hate this. When it's like four lanes, you're coming into St. Charles from St. Louis County or something. You have four lanes across, and there's a semi that's, they're not in the far left lane. They're just one over. Yeah. So they're blocking that. Then there's another semi two lanes over, and someone else going slow in the middle, and you can't get around anybody. Right. No, but the car doesn't want to speed up. The semis are just kind of coasting along, and it's like, somebody make up your mind and yeah. get out of the way. Semi trucks can kiss my ass because there's they're always there. Every single time I get in an open lane, there they come. Here comes three of them, 
And I know for a fact that they're going to do all this, I'm going to go on the left lane, I'm going to pass Johnny, and then Johnny's going to get passed by Phil. And it's like it's like their best buds, and they're fucking with all these cars. It's like, get out of my way. Like, <laughs> you, you have, you're going to end up where you need to get, and I, I know I'm the same way, but my car can go way faster than your truck. Let's just be honest, okay? They got you governors. Can, they can't go that fast. Right. You, you can crush me like a bug, but you know for a fact that I can pass your ass in probably 10 seconds, okay? So give me those 10 seconds and not the five minutes that you pace with the other semi. It is, dude, I, I don't know what it is, but semi-trucks light me up. Oh, my God. Because, again, I've had close calls, too, where they don't see me. Yep. And I, 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 I look at them. So what I do is I don't just come up on them right away. I, like, sit back so they can see me in their, in their mirror. So they, if they're looking to get over, here I am. Right. So I wait, and then when I can tell he doesn't have his blinker on or he's not coming over, I take off. These guys still don't understand that, like, I'm going – when I go, I'm going up, like, 10 miles per hour so I can get past them and get over. But they don't care. Here they come. And I see the blinker go off, and they start veering left. They start tilting left, and I'm – you know, I kick it into high gear to get the fuck away because it's scary. I mean, my grandma, like a long time ago, my dad told me the story. My grandma got hit by a semi that was trying to merge and she got thrown into the median. And that shit happens, you know? Yeah, I had my life almost flashed before my eyes. One time I was driving and it was actually, there was a car in front of me and they went to go past him and he just started coming over. He didn't even throw on his blinker. He's just like, nope, I'm taking the lane in front of you. And the, you know how the metal bar from their trailer sticks out a little bit wider? Mm-hmm. That thing was lined up perfectly with that car's tire, and they had to lock their brakes up so that they didn't get hit by this guy. And then I'm right there. I'm like, if he takes them out, I'm just stuck. There's nowhere I can go. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable. And you're doing 70-plus miles an hour. It's like, I'm not going to stop. Especially just know your role. Like, you know for a fact you're not going to pass the other truck that quickly. Like you just know that. So wait till there's not five cars trying to get in the fast lane. Like, it's obvious. Honestly, it's like, it's a safety issue. Like, not trying to be that guy, but like I'm trying to get in front of you. Yes, I'm trying to go faster and, have, and get to my destination faster. Absolutely. But it's, when you're cutting cars off that are going 10 miles an hour faster than you, it's a fucking problem. Like, God, they piss me off. Like, I... I don't know why. Every time I see a semi, I go, how is he going to fuck up my day? Here he comes. <laughs> how are you going to fuck up my day, Mr. Semi-Truck? Sure enough, cuts me off. Veers over when I'm passing. Whatever. Oh, they can go. They can take a fucking walk, semi-trucks. Oh, I cannot stand semi-trucks. Anyway, so besides that, it was a good trip. Hotel was nice and everything. And I was a little wild. jealous, though. You're sending us these gorgeous pictures from inside that arena and everything. Oh, and I'm great. at a soccer game 35 degrees out just freezing <laughs> my butt off can't feel my feet at that point yeah yeah it was oh. it was nice it was a really cool setup because you know state farm it was espn too so they had everything you know spruced up and they also played a lot of the tournament games there too at at hinkle so mm-hmm. it was actually a really neat venue you know and it was it was neat it was neat so the other cool thing uh not a lot really happened on the trip i basically drove there dealt with the semi trucks uh i ate food, did my job, went to sleep, woke up and left. That's pretty much the trip. Uh, so I went to Starbucks in the morning on Saturday. And I don't know if you've ever heard of this stuff, but uh, there's this thing. So I ordered my coffee and my, you know, wrap, my egg and bacon, cheese wrap, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. It was like 12 bucks. I'm like, okay, no big deal. You know, that's Starbucks. They're pricey, whatever. And I, I pull up to the window and the guy said, uh, hey, 
by the way, the person in front of you just paid for you. I just wanted to let you know. And I'm like, what? You know, I like trying to think if it's somebody called pay it forward. Right. And then he kind of said, yeah. So I didn't understand at first. And then he said something like, oh, yeah. And then two other people before them did it, too. And I'm like, oh, I yeah, I heard a story like 500 cars went through. I don't know what state it was. They did it at some fast food restaurant. He goes, so do you want to pay for the person behind you? And I said, yeah. But in my head, I was like, wait, how much is their total? <laughs> yeah, that's what you got to know <laughs> how first. How much is their total? I didn't ask, though, because I, I was just like, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll pay for theirs. I'm sitting there going, oh, let's come on, baby. Like, give me give me a good price. Mine was like twelve fifty. He goes, all right. So their total was three seventy five. I go, let's yeah. fucking go, baby. I did like a whole dance and everything. Yeah. I was like, I mean, that's I was like, that's a fun game, but it's honestly like even better when you're like, oh shit, I just saved eight bucks myself. That's awesome. Can you imagine the lady in front of me? Like, what a dick. There's one guy in the car. She probably looked back and goes, oh, it's one guy. It can't be more than. You know, a cup of coffee, three, four yeah. bucks, twelve dollars. Like, what an asshole! <laughs> I feel like you you get hit with that. Either you get the three dollar and seventy five dollar one, or it's like a family of four and it's forty five dollars. And yeah. you're like, oh fuck me, never mind. Here's a twelve dollar credit towards theirs. Right, and I didn't even think about it. I was sitting there like, <laughs> yeah. I, I should have looked back and be like, oh, family full of six. You know what? I'm gonna stop the trade. I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> or I'll pay, I'll pay for twelve of it. How about that? Yeah. Oh man, but I I said how. I wonder how many people have gotten screwed on that and didn't know. Like, maybe they just hand the card in. Like, yeah, yeah, take care of it. And they get that receipt back, and it's like 50 bucks. Like, oh, God. Yeah. Like, that would be brutal. But, I mean, come on. It's fast food. Like, what's the most it can go? But uh, Starbucks is expensive. Like, that's that's the yeah. thing. You know, I wonder, but, too, if there's ever been, like, one of those workers there will be like, oh, actually, I'm just going to take this amount for myself, and I'll get something or yeah, right. just slip that $5 bill in my pocket. And... Yeah, you wonder if there's anything sketchy going on with that. Yeah, yeah. but it was, it was neat. Like, I, I don't know what started the trend. I've heard it happen before. I, I don't know what story it was. It was on the news, like, last year or something. It but... started years ago, and just people have kind of kept doing it occasionally. Yeah, it's it's a cool story though. It was neat, and especially that I saved money. No, I'm just kidding. It was I would I would have been fine either way. But I I thought that was uh it was interesting. I've never been involved in that, so it was kind of yeah. cool. But I wonder who's like, you know, I always wanted to ask how many there were. I was going to do it regardless. That's just kind of it's not. Like, you're I'm not big headed. It's just of, kind of the person I am. You're kind but, of a shitty person if like somebody does that, and then you're just like, nope, I'm gonna take my free stuff and go. See ya. Yeah. Well, and I honestly thought. I, I didn't get it at first. I'm kind of like, oh, well, that's nice. And then my first thought was like, do I know them? Do they know me? Like, I am I looking pretty good today? Like, <laughs> yeah. what's the deal here? And uh, then I thought, okay, it's the pay it forward thing. And of course, I'm going to say yes to that. Like, You got to I mean, get the good karma. You have to get the good karma. And and I knew I was going to say yes to that. I've, I've never been involved. I never have gotten a chance yeah. to do that. But I haven't either. Who's the asshole that has stopped like the 500 car train you know what i mean like who's who's the guy that's had the bad day that they say hey sir do you want to pay for this guy's meal behind you like you're mr 501 if you can pay for his meal like nah fuck it i'm good i, I don't want none of that sir 500 cars have done it. yeah fuck that i don't care like what a dick you, you know what i mean i can't imagine like if i was the fifth car and if i would have said no i still would have felt like an asshole yeah. like, do i get the good sure. karma though if i saved eight dollars i feel like that's like I, yeah, it's like I you can't control that. I know, but I feel like I don't deserve the karma. I just deserve, like, I gave the effort, but maybe the good karma already came my way because I saved $8. Maybe. By, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it, it could, it could wash out then. It's a neutral. 
I mean, I paid four. It could have been zero. Like I look at it yeah. that way. You know what I mean? So it was, it was, that's interesting. I don't know. I thought that was kind of cool. I thought that was kind of cool. So yeah. maybe we should do that with like merch. You know what I mean? Like here's a bruise on the balcony shirt. Like, do you want to pay for the next person who buys a shirt's order and see if they would do it? And then we'd probably idea. stop at like two. <laughs> but, I mean, I think that'd be kind of funny. Or we should do yeah. like a uh, limited, limited edition shirt. You know what I mean? Like whether it's like a, I don't know, Cardinals thing or uh, whatever. Gross. I mean, something like really cool and only give out a few, but then I don't know. I don't know. I don't know nothing about that type of stuff, but we got to get someone, get a merch intern. Anybody that wants yeah. to make t-shirts, let us know. We're, we'll we'll be all ears. So Anyway, let me know how, how much you hate semi-trucks. 314-877-8597 because they're the fucking worst. Uh, all right. We uh, will have a listener question here, but first, let's go ahead and uh, give a round of applause. Chris Bass and his wife are expecting a child. Coming up. Congratulations, Bass. It's been a while since, uh, since Bass called in. I know he's been busy, but obviously now he's got a kid. We're never going to hear from him again. It's insane. I mean, yeah, he I don't was know. busy doing something. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> getting busy somewhere, I'm telling yeah. you. But now, congratulations. That's great. That's great. I think they said September, I want to say. I might be wrong. I looked at I saw it yesterday. But uh, congrats, to, congrats to Bass, to, to Gronk, our, our own our own listener, who also sent in a listener question, Tali. He did send in a, a listener question. We said we wait for Nick, but we're not going to. Whenever you someone tells you their due date, do you automatically start doing the math in your head? When it, Sort of. <laughs> But it's kind of creepy. Like, I mean, it not, cre- it's not creepy. It's just kind of like a thing. Like, oh, so like, where were they? <laughs> yeah. Like, what what made it happen? Like, were right. they on vacation, or was it just kind of a? Eh, we'll see what yeah, happens. Was there a holiday or a birthday around there? Well, or? that's that's when they. I mean, that's when couples themselves start thinking. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, when's when do you do September? Like, okay, so that would be March. Where were we in March? The St. Patty's Day thing, the rendezvous down in Florida. Oh yeah, the hot <laughs> yeah. tub. You know what I mean? It's like you start going yeah. down, you start going down that memory lane and, and realize that where where it could have gone. Well, you could say gone wrong for some people, but yeah. mostly just no. Yeah, sure. I, I remember that. Worked out. Yeah, <laughs> worked out. Worked out in our favor there. So, no, I, it's it's that's that's a good point. I do think about that. Like yeah. how I think about how the couples think about that. Where they're like all of a sudden like, oh yeah, yeah, Cabo. I remember that. <laughs> you know, yeah. You like know exactly where you are, like what the situation was, why the protection wasn't used, and like every single detail and be like, yep, yep, that's what it happened. Okay, yeah. makes sense now. Yeah. Uh, all right. So he texted in. He said, Bassmaster here. Do you like how he says that? You know, Bass, like I like how he like starts yeah. his stuff like that. Like, here, I'm back, baby. And he hasn't texted since 2019. So it's been a bit. Wow. Um, he did say, I know it's been too long. I still love you guys. And he put a heart emoji. Oh, my gosh. Oh. So nice. Uh, he said, with summer approaching, I got a would you rather for you. Float trip weekend or a beach weekend? I mean, come on. Come on. I mean, are we talking like you just snap your fingers and you're there? Because that's beach. I mean, that's that's obvious. Like, I love float trips. Don't get me wrong. And it's something yeah. different. And, and it's cheaper but now we go into the hypotheticals. Is it already paid for? Can you just snap your fingers and you're there? Like, what's I think the it, deal it depends here? on what beach you're going to as well. I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I guess. I mean, I've been to about, a like, beach on Lake Ontario. It's not great. I'll take okay, a float okay, trip let, over let, the Lake Ontario. I think Ontario he means beach. like on the o- in, in, on an ocean. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, that's what I would say on one of the. Or is coasts. it like 
in the Caribbean, all inclusive. You just have drinks being brought to you the whole time. That's 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 the hypothetical. Like, is it me yeah. spending thousands of dollars, or am I spending a hundred to go on a float trip? You know what I mean? Like, that's right. the thing. If it's just just like everything's included, it's the beach. I mean, come on, it's it's the best. Like, the beach is the best. I'm I'm big beach goer. That's that's. I mean, I'm trying to work on the beach bod. Not quite there yet, but I'm a beach goer, so I'm I'm slowly getting there. Um, but float trips are fun. They're just a lot cheaper they're, too. They're I mean, a blast. So much fun. And you just get absolutely just destroyed and you're having a good time drunk off your ass with your buddies and your girl. And it's, it's a, it's a fun time, man. And it's just, you got the canoes going on. You got the tunes, you got people shotgunning beers. You get on the side we're skipping rocks or telling old stories, whatever. It's, it's yeah. a lot of fun. So yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty easy. I mean, if it's all like no, if it's hypotheticals and or not hypothetical and like it's just you're at the beach or you're at the uh, flow trip, it's the beach. But as far as like cost, you know, for it, I would say flow trips are, are up there. I mean, for cost effective, it's one of the best things just, you can do. The ratio of fun to cost of a float trip versus going to a beach, I think it probably leans towards float trip. I agree with that. You know, there's there's I'm trying to think of other things that are like cost effective. You know what I mean? In, in something that reminds me is like a baseball game. So it depends how you do it, though. You know, you have to do it the right way. Like if you go to a Cardinal game and you don't want to spend more than like $100, which is hard, especially if you're with definitely with kids. But if even if yeah. you're with a date, you're talking about beer up, up there, you know, almost 10 bucks a beer. You're talking about a hot dog. All the food's going to get you up to 30 bucks a person maybe at some point. Then the tickets itself. But if you get there and you get the bleacher seats – or they're in at Bush Stadium. They have this right field terrace. The Bud, I think it's called the Budweiser Terrace. It's five dollars standing room only, but all you do is stand up there. They have a bar up there. You can buy beer for five bucks all the way up until first pitch, and it's a great view of the entire field. You can get out of there, you know, for shit, thirty bucks, maybe fifty with parking. But I, that's for a baseball game. That's not bad. You know what I mean? One of the best things I did for a Cardinals game. It was totally worth it. It was 70 bucks a ticket. And we had the all we were in one of the all inclusive suites for one of my friends' 21st birthdays. And this was a September game, Cardinals versus Brewers, fighting for the division game. 70 bucks ticket. You had the all I mean the guy pouring beers just started bringing them down to me out there. We didn't even have to go inside for them anymore. It was awesome and totally worth the money. Yeah, the all inclusive stuff is the is a game changer. <clears throat> Absolute yeah. game changer. And some of those uh, minor league stadiums too, like even independent league and stuff that's not even in the actual minor leagues, is is where it's at. I mean, those are it's so cheap and you can have a good time. And it depends what you want to watch. I mean, if you're wanting to watch the Cardinals or Major League Baseball, it's different. Yeah. But if you don't care about the sport or the baseball or whatever, that type of stuff for a social event is a really good idea too. I've well, always had a good time. We started when I grew up. We were always going to a AAA game, and even now. It's twelve bucks for a ticket, and you can sit right up there on the field for twelve yeah, bucks. Like right. it's awesome. I love right. minor league baseball, and, and certain times too, they do I so mean, much fun stuff. And for sure, and they always have the the different games. And minor league yep. stadiums always have the best food because they're oh, always trying so to good. bring in fans, not just for the baseball. It's different with the yeah. Cardinals and the Yankees and major league baseball teams because it's the major leagues. People want to go see the product. Minor leagues, not always, especially not in not teams that are affiliated with anybody. 
you know, just right. like the independent league teams. You're not going there to see Joe Schmo play because you're never going to give a fuck where he goes. <laughs> but they got barbecue nachos or for the Grizz- Gateway Grizzlies' sake, where I used to work, the best burger, uh, baseball's best burger, where they got the Krispy Kreme donut and the burger in between that. It's a wild combo, but it actually wasn't <laughs> bad. Had one of them in my life, never touched it again. Um, but it was, uh, it's unique, and that's what they do. Like the Redbirds, yeah. I remember we used to go to Memphis all the time with me and dad and, and uh, his one of his best friends and then their family would go down there and go to AutoZone Park and watch the Redbirds play. And even that, that's AAA baseball. So you got some of the Cardinal guys that got sent down that are either coming up because of like injury rehab or something or right. just an upcoming prospect. But their tickets were super cheap. The ballpark is awesome, and you're right there with the like so close to the players. The food's really good, phenomenal. So no, I'm all for that. I I do enjoy like minor league baseball every once in a while too. Yeah, I love. It. And then like because we were surrounded by minor league baseball in the Buffalo and Rochester, New York area, and Syracuse, and so like I worked for a low A team that was affiliated with the Marlins, and so now seeing. There's been a handful of guys from each team. I think I spent three seasons with them doing stuff to see those guys where it's like, oh, I knew him his first season in pro ball out of college, like saw him play and either he was good then or sucked then. But now seeing kind of as they came through the system and make the majors and some of them succeed, it's pretty cool. Oh, it's super cool. Yeah, it's it's a neat story. That's what makes sports cool. And it's the same way with some of our Linenwood guys that have gone on to play in the NFL and Jeff and MLB. Especially when you, and that's that's kind of what, you know, when I went to Indy for one of our basketball players did the slam dunk contest. That's stuff that doesn't happen that often. You know what no. I mean? And it's a D- Division two school, but you can see the reach, you know, where and where you are. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's it's pretty cool. So, no, I'm I'm ready for, I'm ready to go back to a Cardinal game. I can't, I, I was sitting there the other day realizing I haven't been to a Cardinal game since 2019. It's unbelievable. Wow. Like, it's it's crazy to think about it that way, even though yeah. that it's obviously been a pandemic. It's that's, that's an obvious statement that we haven't been to a game in almost two years. But when you really think about that, it doesn't feel right. You know what I mean? No. It feels like you have been, I remember going to a blues game. I think it was like February of 2020. So I did go before the pandemic, but still that's been a year too. So yeah. you're talking about not going to a sporting event for some two years and others like a year and a half. It's pretty wild. Yeah, I went to a Sabres game February 2020, and that was the last like sporting event that I was at that wasn't for work. That's crazy. It's yeah. insane when you think about it. There's just like I don't know so if I've, I there's miss. ever been another time in my life where I've gone a full year without attending some other sporting event. Yeah, and I don't think I've ever thing. done that. With the pandemic, it's like you don't realize what you're what you've missed until you get to be a year out of it and like, oh my god. We missed so yeah. many, like so many things that were, they became, it became normal not to go to a game anymore. Or it became normal not to be able to do things. And then all of a sudden, like with the Cardinals, they're like, oh, tickets are on sale. I'm like, wait, that's a thing still? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's it's like a weird feeling. You know, the Rangers that. had 40,000 people today. Did they really? Yeah. they. It was their home opener. They went full capacity. I think they're going reduced from now on. But yeah, they had, there were pictures. They had 40,000 people there. Jesus. Cardinals are like 35% or something like that, I think. Yeah, something like that. The Yankees only had, I think they're capping it at 10,000. They had like 9,000 tonight, which today was like my official, it's about summertime, 
because it was 80 degrees, had the door open, grilling, Michael K on the TV calling the Yankees game. Was, All right, we're back. See ya. Michael, Michael K. We had one of those tonight, a couple of them. Aaron Judge just saw hit one. Good for he that. hit one, and Stan had a grand slam. Oh, my gosh. Here come the Yankees. Here That's they right. come. Can't wait to see Yankees baseball. <laughs> Cardinals would do well if they got some pitching. We can score like 12 runs a game. We just can't fucking pitch. We got 26 of the 27 listed behind me. 28's coming. Okay. <laughs> I, you know, I hope that the Cardinals and Yankees get to play in the World oh. Series soon. If it be this year, great. But I, I hope it's it's soon. There's a because, lot I would do for a ticket to one of those games, too. Well, I mean, it'd be great content. I mean, it would oh, be yeah. the St. Louis boys. And there's a good chance now. Like, all of our teams are competitive. I think that's what we said uh, last when, when Nick was talking about <laughs> the Cardinals when we got Arenado. Like, all right, yeah. we're there. The White Sox are there for Zook. They're, Yankees they're are always the Yankees. They overpay for crappy players. You know, so they're always oh. they're always in it and everything. Did you see what the White Sox did this weekend that was getting a lot of traction? Where they acted like Eloy Jimenez was dead? Oh, yeah. It was actually like, trending like, R.I.P. Eloy. Yeah, for like tearing. What did he tear? Like a shoulder? He tore his titty. He tore his pack. <laughs> tore his titty. That's going to be the, uh, I need the title for the show. There it is. Yep. Tore his titty. <laughs> he tore his titty. Yeah, but they had the whole team signing I his jersey. And they weird. had roses out there. Like, like, I was like what is happening? Thinking about you or something with like a heart. Yeah. And someone goes, he didn't die, did he? And it's yeah. like the weirdest damn thing. Like White Sox, what are you doing? It was creepy. It's like <laughs> all the, the Yankee fans were like, "Well, should we do this for Luke Voigt now since he tore his meniscus and is going to yeah, miss a like, month?" How like, how far does it go? Tommy John surgery? Like, uh, what yeah. do we do here? Like, I mean, it's just that's so weird. I did see that. And then, and what was who was the guy that hit the ball off his head on a pop fly? Oh, I think it was Luis Robert, or yeah, I think. Luis yeah. Robert called he just completely off. He just took it right it. off the dome, like concussion protocol. Like poor guy. Like I hope he's all right. Like that ball was a high pop up. Like it had a motherfucker. It was like hard because like it's one of those things where you laugh. You're like he's okay, right? Like he's yeah, like, he's all right. Like you're laughing and then you're like, wait, wait, is he okay? Like you do the ooh, yeah, that probably hurt. And then all right, he's up. We're good. Okay, yeah, that he's was pretty okay. Funny. All right, he's good. We're good. We're good. But it's like America's Funniest Home Videos and like someone falls off a, a house. It's like, ha, wait. Like, okay, you got up. We're good. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, are we sure we, he's okay? Like, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, baseball season's upon us, man. It's it's yeah. good stuff. I'm glad uh, glad we're getting sports back Had our in, first in bench clearing incident. And... Yeah. yeah and they, that was uh, wild. Cincinnati weatherman called St. Louis soft. <laughs> okay, dude. Whatever. Ooh. I don't know. That's so, some people were fired up about that too. It's kind of funny. oh yeah. There's a bunch of Cardinal fans that were not happy about that. <laughs> Everyone's fired up now that Castellanos got suspended two games. They're like all yeah, he did that's... was flex on a guy that hit him on purpose earlier. Like come on, See, let him if play. It was my guy, like I, I, the only thing I tweeted about was I like that Yachty like reacted to him quick. Yeah. Like that's what Yachty like Yachty's there for the Cardinals. Like Yachty is just Yachty's the goat. He's just the best. I he's the the greatest teammate. He's the greatest catcher of all time. Not he's just he's. He's just awesome. I think he's the well greatest Cardinal catcher of all time, yeah. and he's up there. But uh, he was—he just always there to like stick up for him and stuff. And then the coolest thing about that thing was the fact that Goldschmidt and Arenado were like in the middle of it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Arenado, who just like has had a cup of coffee in St. Louis, is like pointing at Castellanos, like "Don't you fucking do that again!" Like <laughs> That's that a was big cool. test for the guys. Like yeah, now the was. guys have his back and everything. Like you know, he's all in on this team and trying to win. 
Yeah, hell yeah. And I I don't like Castellanos because like again, if it's if it's on a team that is kind of a rival and he's really good, like you gotta yeah. you gotta hate him. Like that's part of the game. I mean, like it's he, you know he pimped a home run the day before. I mean he was kind of acting he like a douchebag and stuff. But, bullshit. Yeah. Flip the bat. Like fuck you, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah, he he's a little he's an asshole. And Man, then, when I saw him get up and just flex right over his face, I was just like. I mean, that's kind of awesome that he like, had the, the balls is, to was, do that. If he was on the Cardinals, I would love it. Like, you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I would love a guy like that. But the fact that he does that to my team is like, oh, <laughs> fuck this guy. Like, you either love him or you hate him. It's like a yeah. it's like a Bryce Harper situation, right? You know what I For mean? Sure. Like, Philly loves Bryce Harper. Everybody else hates Bryce Harper. You know what I mean? Like, yep. that's... I like him. I, like, I respect his game, but he's a fucking douchebag. Like, <laughs> yeah. on the field, like... Still, the funniest one of the funniest things is whenever he tried to rush the mound and he tried to throw his helmet at the pitcher and missed by a mile. Yeah. <laughs> that is still one of the greatest clips I've ever seen. But I, I don't. Th- I think he's a good guy. I just think he's like Mister D Bag on the baseball oh, yeah. field. Like he's a hothead and just kind of a bleh, whatever. But uh, no, those type of guys like you either love him or you hate him. Like you know, I don't think Arenado's that guy. He never will be. But maybe people look at Arenado like that. But Cardinal fans like we're like yeah we love that guy like he's the best, or maybe some maybe Cincinnati fans look at Yachty as being a, a you know this terrible person. But oh, they they definitely do. He's they had a couple run ins with them, which is which I love because Yachty's my guy. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? But it's 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 funny how it works that way. But it's funny like we always talk about the Cardinals and Cubs rivalry, and honestly, it's Cardinals and Reds is way more intense than the Cardinal Cub one has and has been in so long. Like the fans haven't caught up to that. Like it's always right. Cardinals versus Cubs, and then we don't even give a fuck about the Reds because they're always like not great, and now they're pretty good. Well, that's so, kind of how it's become. Yankees Red Sox isn't even that intense anymore. It's just kind of eh. Yankees Rays. Now that's where it's at right now. Well, just because they're competitive, and that's, well, that and when you know, CC Sabathia walked off the mound after they threw it a couple of our guys and screamed, "That's for you, bitch!" at their dugout. That just yeah, kind of fired everybody up. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll yeah. do it. But the Red Sox Yankees, there's so much history there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's so much with 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 Pedro and Don Zimmer and oh, uh, A Rod and Baratek. And, and there, there's so much there that I get it. Cardinals and, and Cubs, like there's a little bit, but not a lot, not as much as that. Yeah. Like the Yankees Red Sox know. just haven't been able to like been so good with each other since those mid two thousands teams. Like they haven't played each other in the playoffs, and that's where a lot of that stuff came from. For sure. No, definitely. But it's and that's the reason is because the Red Sox are starting to fall off now. Yeah. The Yankees are good. It's it's when both teams aren't good that it's it definitely dies off because like who fucking cares? Like, right. you know, unless they have a full out brawl for no reason. But the Cardinals and I mean, the Cardinals and Reds have been they weren't as competitive as they are now. Like they're a good team. Like they're a very good team now. They're stacked like they got a lot of offensive weapons. But with Brandon Phillips, I mean, they're OK. Um yeah. But it was just Johnny Cueto, Johnny Cueto. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> poor Jason Larue just got kicked yeah. right in the face. With that was so bad when I watched that. He got just kicked in the face yeah, that was with brutal. the cleats. Oh, that was terrible. Uh, and Scott Rowland, former Cardinal, was going at it with uh, I think it was Carp, and yeah. it was it was that was heated. That was crazy. But anyway, um, I think that that it happened because Brandon Phillips said he hated St. Louis. Yachty took offense to that. And I think Phillips tried to say hi to Yachty and he's like, hey, how you doing, man? Yachty goes, oh, yeah, fuck at the, you. At the plate, right? <laughs> yeah. So he yeah. comes up and he taps him on his shin guards and yeah. Yachty goes, get the fuck out of here. He like <laughs> kicked his bat and they just started jawing. Um, but I mean, you know, that's that's just 
friendly baseball stuff. But then they started swinging. Like everybody started swinging. Like, oh shit! Like this is real. And then the Castellanos thing, he was mad they got hit in the ribs. I mean, who doesn't get mad when they get a 90-mile-an-hour fastball in the ribs? Like, I well, get it. Well, it also was after – it was definitely on purpose because he pimped the home run the day before, and I saw John Boy actually did a breakdown oh, today it was, it of was, it. He is so funny. That oh, yeah. But awesome. You, yeah. He was, like, reading lips and stuff, and they were reading, like, oh, was that on purpose? Yeah, that was definitely on purpose, and they were already talking before that. Well, and then, then Castellanos goes and picks – Do you yeah. want this ball? And this, he goes, and no, wait. chucks it to the dugout. Well, and then Wainwright was like all mad because he's like, "You don't do that!" Like it's such a bad move. And then he, when he yeah. scored and he flexed over Woodford, uh, Yachty goes up. He goes, Mm-mm, "That's not happening. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. dude." And they didn't. Nobody threw. Like there was some pushing, but there was never like yeah. anything bad. It wasn't like the. It wasn't like the one with him and Phillips. It was not right. that bad. But Cincinnati's gonna hate Yachty, and I love it. But now there's like a real rivalry. Like I, I want to hate the Cubs. Like I don't hate the Cubs players. I hate the fans. I really hate Blackhawks fans. Cubs fans I don't love, but I don't hate the Cubs. I don't like the Reds. Like the Reds yeah. are my biggest rival right now. It's that's how the other know. one, Yankees, Mets, and I'm like, I the Mets are just like a little annoying brother. I don't care about them. It's like it's like the Cardinals and Royals. The Royals hate yeah, the Cardinals. Same way. And we're just like, okay. Like, yeah, whatever. Okay, go away, little brother. Like it's like, you know, yeah. just, just go 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 play with your Tinker toys. Like go over yeah. there. Like don't worry about it. You go have fun over there. It's like it's the same thing whenever they won the World Series. They're kind of like, ha, you guys suck, St. Louis. Fuck you guys. And we're like, okay, we're going to say congrats, but uh, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Like, I, I never hated Royals fans. They hate St. Louis. I'm like, why? <laughs> what, what do we do to you? Like, I, yeah, it's that's like one of those things where like, okay, Cubs and Cardinals, sure, I get it. Cubs and Reds now, sure, I get it. Cubs and Royals, it's like, dude, no, you guys, you guys suck. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't worry, we're not gonna worry. And they're about in you. the other league. You don't ever play them anyway, exactly. except for like one series a year. Yeah, it's like the, you guys don't even matter. <laughs> just, just take a chill pill. Like it's all good. So, all right, your baseball hot takes three one four eight seven seven eight five nine seven. Who's your team? Your favorite rivalry? We had uh, kind of a good smorgasbord today, Tali. See, we don't need yeah. Nick. We don't need no. Nick. We flowed right through. That's what we do, man. That's you. You, you have Tali jump right in. He's He's, you know, he was a little raw when he first started. Now he's becoming a, a pro. He's working his way up the the organization a little bit. He's getting used to to flowing, and here we are. I mean, he can step right in. So again, we want Nick back, but shit, we can just flow without him. <laughs> See you, yeah. Nick. Whatever, dude. So, all right, man. I appreciate you tuning in again, guys. Uh, we will have two shows a week now. So plan on Friday. We'll uh, have another episode out at 10 a.m. Again, uh, you can get involved by calling us or texting us, 314-877-8597. Follow us everywhere at BrewsBOTB. Follow us at Brews on the Balcony on TikTok and on Instagram. And uh, get involved. We actually are having these uh, weekly debates, too. Our last one was, is a hot dog a sandwich? Uh, I was on the side that uh, it is not a sandwich. Nick was on the wrong side that it was. So you can hear that debate. And the whole reason we're doing them live on Insta is uh, for for the audience to get involved. So if you're curious, if you have a hot take on one of our debates that we'll jump in on, if you follow us on Instagram, it shows that we're live. You can hop in, and if you're like, hey, I got a take, I want to get in here, we can actually let you in on the video with us, and you can debate with us. So it should be a lot of fun. So go follow us at uh, Bruise on the Balcony on Instagram. All right, that'll do it for Tali. I'm TJ. See you guys on Friday. Bruise on the Balcony.